Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of Vikings Valhalla on Netflix. Before we do jump into the episode, do me a favor, whatever platform you're listening to, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, go down to the uh, rating section, drop me a few stars, leave a review if you have some time. You can like, share, and subscribe. You can send all feedback to blackercouch at gmail.com. I said feedback weird. And there we go. Got that out of the way. Viking. I gave a 9.2 out of 10. Really enjoyed the building of the relationships that are going to lead, especially the mentorships that are going to influence uh, some of our more prominent characters. This episode was written by Jeb Stewart once again and directed by Steve St. Ledger. Is it Ledger or Leaguer? One or the other. We start this episode, of course, picking back up with the decision of what to do in Kattegat regarding Freitas and Leif. I like their conversation. I like their conversation when he asks, are you satisfied? Have you been vindicated? And she says, yeah, I do feel clean. I feel I feel good. He says, great. I'm really proud of you. However, just so you know, we're about to die because father was incorrect. Things aren't like how he used to or he recalled things being. He doesn't know how times have changed, particularly with the Christian and Viking or pagan belief system. And she says, well, if father was incorrect, she has faith in y'all Haken. But he understands that she's in a difficult position because either side, if not pacified, will take their anger out on the city of Cadigan and her people are going to be the ones that suffer. So they're in the Great Hall once again. I think that y'all Haken is just gorgeously dressed and well represented. We get a little bit of her story a little later. There was a trolling comment under the last Viking um, podcast that I issued out. I just chuckled at it because it was hilarious. I'm pretty sure it's the same exact person that was on YouTube I was talking about. I don't know. I got a fan. But they must have not listened whatsoever to the podcast because they're like gender swapping. I'm like, yeah, this is a fictional character made up for the show. Yes, there was a character with a or a person in the Viking saga, which still some people don't understand is a saga, which is a story that, yes, majority can be backed up by scientific evidence. But like all stories are a little biased and may not be the full interpretation of events. But, you know, hey that part didn't register the other thing was the fact that uh he was saying race swapping once again and i couldn't help but laugh uh so loud on that one because i don't know about you but there's this thing called blackface in hollywood you may not have heard about yeah that was like a thing for a long time i mean into the 1900s there's a whole bunch of black characters being represented by white folks. So the caudacity <laughs> to say that, uh, that it's so out of the realm of possibility that a white character or yeah, a white fictional character, mind you, is replaced by a black character oh the humanity uh actually had read an article maybe i'll find it because it was it was it was hysterical i will say uh i i got a real good chuckle out of it it's one of those times where i really was like cat williams you right get yourself some haters because it makes you feel a certain kind of way and it's a little diabolical but i enjoyed it and just on my soapbox for two Two seconds, two seconds, I swear. We'll get back to the episode. <laughs> I just want to point out that it's not even like the 19 early 30s. A mighty heart, Angelina Jolie played a woman who was wait, she was Afro-Cuban. What the fuck? Um, let's see. 
world trade center uh there was an officer in real life that was black but was played by a white person in real life let's talk about all of the the movies in which i don't know like memoirs of Asia, where there's japanese people plenty of japanese actors apparently we can't get any of them to play the the main roles right passion of a passion of the christ y'all can't even acknowledge that jesus was way brown way browner than you i mean they had jim caviezel playing him okay uh anthony hopkins playing a black professor who passes as white uh human stain i can keep going there's like a whole article of times in which white actors have played black people so to to (laughs) to think that somehow (laughs) the shoe being on the other foot (laughs) scarlett johansson played someone who was japanese what the fuck are you talking about when you bring this stuff up that's when you know that there's just uneducated people in the world they're uneducated as i stated before and i like in this episode that it was brought up by the by haken's character that vikings have traveled more places than anywhere else in Kattegat was a huge trading post and those trading posts all led to the number one export of gold in the entire world guess where that was You can come at me all day long but just know what you're talking about first so back to the trial we have oh he's so fine oh he is so fine i don't even want freitas to have him because i want to have him um <laughs> harold sigerson steps forward and says look i got a solution because first she offers trial by combat and he's like, yeah, I ain't fucking doing that. She's like, what, you scared? Shots fired. However, he is able to plead to both King Canute as well as Yarl Haken that, hey, she needs to provide more proof and that these are not the old ways anymore, which Haken has to acknowledge. Yes, under the old rules, you'd be well within your rights to do what you did, but times have changed. However, that's when Harold stops... Uh, steps in and says look how about since we lost a valuable member we gain another valuable member by getting her brother to fight for our cause and thus he will be putting his life on the line for his sister for her honor and that is enough to satisfy king canute as well as y'all haken and so it is so Leif accepts the terms and he is now forever in the debt of Harold Sigerson. But the two men seem to like each other. And I like that because the best part of Vikings, the first, the first four seasons was my Ragnar and my uh, Athelstan relationship. Uh, I, I love them both as friends and lovers, <laughs> Even though they were never lovers they definitely loved each other more than anyone else in their lives you can fight me about it because that was that was the heart of the show for me so i am totally down for this relationship to build even further between them although harold is very much in awe and love with freitas already they have a conversation a little bit later where she's like if you're expecting me to thank you i'm not going to because you might have taken advantage of me after you realized what i was after you didn't say nothing and he's like well you took advantage of me because i remember that you were on top and getting yours that was funny but then she says why are you here and he's like people are leaving for five months there's some people you need to say goodbye to uh he introduced beforehand Leif to his father's boat he puts him in charge of said boat 
he even tells him look my my goal is that over there i'm trying to be king in norway i feel him he's ambitious he knows what he wants he appreciates the people around him and the way in which he is inspired by Leif. I, I love all of that that is developing so Freydis comes out and says goodbye to her brothers and well her brother and their comrades companions and she even gives her she got like 14 necklaces because she gave another one up <laughs> to Harold basically saying five months is a long time but if you bring that back you might have this this might be yours i'm gonna stick with freitas she goes to the market with y'all haken and she updates her on the fact after she buys something to offer for her brother's safe return at the market she's curious about the fact that the the woman is selling christian crosses as well and she explains to her that i am what i need to be in order to be successful and i think that that is probably the most all-encompassing reasoning of why christianity became so prominent in other pagan reasons or regions because that was where the source of power was and despite true belief or or respect of belief in the old ways there is this dominating christianity influence it that's taken over the different areas including Cadigat, who is uh who is one of the last true viking trade centers of the old she tells her story to freitas that her grandparents came from african royalty they met he liked what he saw he took her ass back to Cadigat. they had children and now she's the ruler of Cadigat. so you never know how your life is going to turn out based on the people that you meet or encounter she also knows that there is something coming down the pipeline and that they need to be ready she can feel the christian influence and later on she tells her what happened to her husband as she's burning the sacrifice that uh, they were stopped by a christian boat that wanted them to convert they tortured her husband until he died they thought it would cause the others to to bend to their will but instead it caused them all to be murdered because none of them would convert this is a painful memory for her but she understands that the old religion someone who believes so strongly in it is rare just as in what harold was saying that it's rare to have a viking <laughs> like Leif who isn't inspired by speeches or or trying to bulk up his own personal ambition he's just a man that is living by his own merits and that's what she sees in her like you truly do believe in the old ways you can't as she says i am who i am and that causes her to give her back her knife and send her to upsala upsala because she says look this uh this place may not be here you know you don't think that's possible the christians would eventually destroy it. and she's like we need to be ready but you need to seek your destiny and off on a journey she goes speaking of our other journey to england y'all gorm he's one of the viking leaders and his son arne i was like oh arne and you have to know to get that reference <laughs> but they really did have like a very short 15 list of names you can be named in society apparently because everyone's like got the same fucking name but they are at first trying to be friendly with Leif because he is of the old religion however Leif treats people based on who they are not who they worship if you're going to be on his boat everyone's to give up their axes because there is no reason to have an axe on his boat unless you're trying to kill someone and he don't want that drama 
So everyone puts their axe in with Harold going in first and eventually Gorm and Arne do except Gorm hides another axe. Uh, he, the, him and another person, uh, the Greenland, well, yeah, it was a Greenlander, Ber Berger, is that his name? They were going back and forth Well, he was laughing at him because he's like, you don't know Leif, he don't play these games that you play in. He also keeps trying to fuck like the Greenlander saw him trip the Christian person and then he called him out on it and he's like how are you gonna trust a Christian over me and he's like look your son is a liar <laughs> and that's the end of it I can see with my own eyeballs what fucking happened so if you want to push the issue then I'm going to put you on blast as well I knew since he had that axe there was gonna be some drama he was gonna hurt somebody but i love the way in which life shows my house or my boat my rules and if there's a problem i will be handling it there was a brief conversation earlier when harold was on the boat where he asked him have you ever been in a viking raid before he's like no but my father was a berserker y'all gorm gonna ask have you killed anybody he said no and I was surprised. He was like, really? Well, I've had no reason to do so. And that's a fair point. It's like, but I've killed animals. And I'm pretty sure that killing a person is not the same. And I had to agree with Gorm in that one particular moment. Like, no, a person is different. They're fighting back. You're face to face with them. <laughs> it's not like an animal. But uh, apparently he's like, yeah, no, animals are people. So I believe they have souls. And thus... I can't equate a person to a polar bear and later on this comes back to bite Gorm in the ass because he really thinks he's a punk ass bitch and decides that he's going to to cause a mutiny because he thinks that they're lost because they don't see the other ships now King Canute that boat was with the other boats because there was a storm that they passed through and he or the other guy who's always talking shit but he is smart gotta give him that he is giving up information is he not olaf that's his name olaf they're gonna attack from the marsh area where the queen doesn't expect them to attack because he's the person that helped build london's defenses he then teases Harold about the fact that Leif got lost and you made a mistake and laughs at him. King Canute wants to know what Harold sees in Leif and he's like, no, he has courage. Not the courage that everyone else has, but pure Viking courage. <laughs> he's what our ancestors used to be like. And he's proven right because when the mutiny goes down, they're like well we don't see land we're lost you don't know what you're doing he's calm it's like nah i know what i'm doing these the the i'm looking at better weather up in the sky i see seagulls so i know land is close and you really need to stop blaming your fears on the christians <laughs> he doesn't take this very well especially when Berger laughs at him so he kills him and Leif has to handle business by unsheathing his knife and he says I don't think you have it in you to kill me wrong 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 you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong so he dies and it's a satisfying death as well because he sticks the the sword into his stomach and he says when i pull this out you're gonna bleed out but before you do i want you to tell your man what you see and he turns him around and if he was just patient for two seconds he would have saw they were at england not only were they in england they were ahead of the entire fleet because he knows what he's doing and everyone else was lost <laughs> this was badass i loved it even more that he put the bodies out for everyone to see everybody's chill the king's uh vessel comes riding by they see what's going on 
Like, oh shit, he handled the, the, the damn thing. And then Harold comes on and the only thing he says to him is Viking. They say I walk like a king, talk like a king. You can next around now, say the same thing. They chasing the fame, they all want the name. But they ain't got what's running through these veins. Say I walk like a king, talk like a king. You can next around now, say the same thing. I swear it's them beards, man. That grown out hair, that Viking beard, it, it's it's working for him. Cause man, Leo Sutter without facial hair, he looks like a little boy. <laughs> the actor. But here, I'm like, whoo, Lord Jesus. Uh <laughs> I don't know why that line was just so sexy to me. Going back to our England storyline, we have Edward the, or is it Edward? Back in England, the king, what was his name? I'm not sure. The one that ordered all of the Vikings to be murdered. The unready means, I think it is Edward the, Edmund or Edward the unready whatever the case may be he was very ill-advised he should have listened <laughs> to his wife apparently because he thought that the the normans the vikings were too busy fighting each other over their christian pagan beliefs to assimilate and come back to england as payback for the bullshit that he did and now he realizes it's going to be his head on a pike he's with godwin they're opening a new church then later on he's dying and his son is there prince edmund praying at his bedside she's like leave boy <laughs> i like her emma of normandy is a descendant of rollo rollo and if you know anything about english history you know that the normans invaded and basically the normans are descendants of vikings so technically there were a lot of viking kings in england and the normans definitely went on to have a long history in france as well but she tells him that she's gonna fight she's not going to give in to a list of demands and offer gold she sends her son prince edmund to the uh idrick striona and mercia to request not request demand that they send troops she's sending godwin with her son they have a brief conversation where it's apparent she doesn't like him but these times bring strange allies and thus she knows that he is a good advisor to her son she tells her son you need to just follow godwin's lead godwin has a conversation i like their budding relationship where he confesses my father was a failure because he stole from the king his troops and was murdered and uh, dishonored and stripped of his titles for it and edmund's like i shouldn't be king i'm not ready to be king i don't want to be king <laughs> But he tells him, look, your overwhelming fear of failure is going to clash with your instincts once you trust. So follow your instincts when that moment comes. They have a good solidified scene in which they are talking to Edric Striona, who is picking for any weaknesses in the young boy king who isn't king yet. He doesn't like the fact that Emma, a foreigner, is dictating orders on behalf of her husband so sensing weakness he tries to walk away from the demand however prince edmund shows some spine here and says you can do as you wish but know that i eventually will be the king and i will remember that you refused an order and that's when he says okay i'm gonna give you what you want or basically <laughs> he backed it up like, what 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 you mean just because i'm saying you're a boy and a disgrace member and a foreign queen doesn't mean that i'm not gonna be there and do my duty 
and that's when we had the conversation on the way back on horseback and there are bales tolling which means that athelred is that's what his name was athelred i don't know why i didn't know that athelred is dead and edmund is now the king which his mother told him by the time you get back your father will be dead so things are definitely progressing on all sides for the coming war i can't wait what comes next i think that queen emma is smart and a good addition i know where her story ends up i know a lot of some of these names only because of my love of viking history <laughs> not even viking history england well england and viking history are very intermingled there was a lot of you know there there was Sa the saxon kings and then it came the normans but i think eventually it went back to um after a while it went back into someone who was actually native of england but it was a long time and the normans definitely left their mark on society up until this day so it is an important piece of history to know i have rambled on enough it's time to head on to some feedback what up cena it's mimi this is my feedback for uh vikings valhalla this will be episode one and episode two i missed episode one but as we talked on offline i've been wanting to see this i've never watched vikings the first one um but i did want to watch it it's one of those things that i started watching the first i saw the first episode and i liked it it's just that i think i was watching it on some network that all of a sudden wasn't free anymore so i missed it but now i know it is free it's either on hulu or i think it might be on netflix i'm not sure but i know it's free now so i do want to go back and watch and the first thing question i have for you christina is is i think his name was ivan the boneless or something was that the the fine one i'm pretty sure there was one who i don't know if it i don't think he was paralyzed because i remember seeing an episode at some point where the motherfucker was walking and i remember asking darren like I thought he couldn't walk and he said something about he got some legs or I have no idea so it's one of those things that I need to watch because I want to see it and I know the main character who who Marcus is the actor I don't know I don't remember his, what his real name is but I know he had a son and his son was fine and I remember seeing him I was like man he fine but he couldn't walk and I don't know how you be boneless and walk but it's one of those questions I have that I want to watch but I've heard really good things about the the Vikings, the TV show that was, I think it was on the History Channel. I don't remember. But I definitely want to watch it. So I'm going to put that on my to-watch list. I've been watching some things that just randomly came to me. And I've been pretty um, impressed about it. So I'm really going to start going through my collection. Because my list keeps getting bigger and it's not getting smaller. Um, so I need to start watching TV and it's right now there's not a lot of things on television that I that I watch weekly like live like the flash isn't on um, my show um, it's called all American it just came back last week and then there's a new like spin-off version of it and I like those shows but other than that there's not very many things that I watch so i mean i have the time i just sometimes i just don't feel like watching tv and i can't watch tv on the days that i work um so i am looking forward to this i am so salty though that i gotta wait a week to watch this next episode because i freaking love this show not only is my baby daddy sam carlette um, in it and i knew him from sabrina it was like uh on on netflix it was like Sabrina the Teenage Witch but like a dark version and I'm all about witches and, and warlocks and wizards and vampires werewolves like you name it sci-fi like that I'm all in um I know not everybody likes shows like that and I don't think you were shy saw but that's that was one of my favorite shows I was pretty sad when it um 
when it stopped I, get, I don't know i'm assuming it got canceled i don't know what you call it i don't know if netflix only originally ever wanted it to have four seasons i'm not sure but um it's it was one of my favorite shows and i do miss it i i don't feel like it was wanted to stop it at four seasons i think they just decided they didn't want to do anymore i don't know i never know why netflix continue to renew shows that are dumb as hell and then make like remake or make like sequels to movies that are trash but then shows that are good they they get rid of i don't know it, i'm sure there's a lot of different reasons i'll never understand but this show is really good and i and i just know that it's gonna get another season because it has um a good following right now and i know it was number two when it first came out um on the like trending netflix so hopefully that means something um but i had no idea what i was getting into i didn't even realize leaf was one of the main characters i thought it was gonna be harold because of the way he was introduced um i i don't know anything about vikings and i understand that vikings are like white people like their the their their roots are pale like that is something i i understand um but i also understand that there are some like they only portray black uh they only portray like non non people of color as pirates but i know just from randomly being obsessed with pirates for some time that they're they're thought to be pirates of a lot of different races and some of them were even popular ones that were other other than white were made white just because you know that's how society does everything so i was pleasantly surprised when i saw the black lady um i think her name is jaw i think is what they call her um and i and i loved how in the second episode we got to see like she talked about her history her um grant great her great grandfather fell in love with a woman from africa and i'm assuming she meant he was white i don't know these names but i know she's a viking and she's black and i know that makes people mad but as a person of color who grew up watching a bunch of shows that she loved and very rarely saw a person that looked like her in it i love stuff like that it was a very pleasant surprise um i was also very surprised at how much i love freitas i don't know why i just assumed when she was introduced <laughs> i just made the assumption that she was gonna get on my nerve and i i'm not saying it's right i'm just saying that it, it is what it is i don't know if it was the way she was just acting like she was in charge on the boat even though like from looking at the way leaf was looking around i assumed he was the captain but then like seeing that's her brother and they're both from i guess somewhat rural royalty i don't know if they go by kings queens i don't know but it just seems like because the way words used to travel it's not like people had news feeds and like you know newspapers back then so the fact that people recognize leaf and knew who his father was lets me know that he has to be somewhat popular um his family so now that i know freitas i understand why she was just like she she her and her brother are a team and i truly appreciate that about those two and i'm assuming greenlanders i don't know if all of them are like that but when we were looking at the group they were all equal like they all had to say like i don't think this is a good idea he's important we shouldn't do this and they all were like well i think this and i think that it's like well what do you want us to do like the women were speaking up just as much as the men like clearly that was the one girl who <laughs> the one almost got thrown off the boat she's clearly the quiet one and shy but it wasn't her gender that made her not speak up it was just her personality and that in itself made me like this group um i loved freitas because the way she saw what she wanted and took it i was all about it and i don't i understand some of the history of the world and i i truly believe that sexuality and in and sex was hindered on women just because like anything sexism it's like use religion to make women think that they can't have sex because the thing that boggles my mind is the the people that were having sex mostly were have i mean i know gender i i'm assuming like i know <laughs> there were kings that used to have sex with both women and women and that's fine but like common people like 
if you have sex before marriage, you're most likely having sex with another a girl. So why is it that this girl can't have sex before marriage, but this one can? And, and you're not a slut for sleeping with her, but she's a slut for having sex with you, whatever. It doesn't seem like they have those kinds of things because even when Leaf busts in looking for her, he didn't say, oh, you touched my sister. He didn't give a shit. He just wanted her to know like some ships are coming, bitch, let's go. I think this is it, this is the time. Like. He didn't say nothing to her other like then let's go or get dressed or you know he looked at old dude harold and he didn't say nothing he was like probably thinking oh i didn't think she would go for you but you know whatever i loved everything about their interaction i loved how like that plan came together and i do like the twist because i thought it was gonna be harold's brother that did it and i was like this is gonna be really fucked up there's no way she's gonna ever want to be with harold and her brother fucking raped her and carved it across it to her back and then it wasn't her it was the other guy who we didn't give a shit about his ass anyway and i'm pretty sure she cut him from his sternum to his fucking stomach he did because even nowadays that kind of injury would be hard pressed to save someone because that's she cut all the major stuff <laughs> so he was dead for sure so I'm glad she got her revenge, but I was, I mean, I knew she wasn't gonna, they, well, I knew Leaf wasn't gonna die because he's the main character now that I realize his significance. Um, when I saw him fight and when I saw the way he navigated, I was like, okay, he's probably gonna play a bigger role than I thought. I personally, like the guy, the actor, he wasn't uh, like a major role in the show that I watched. He was just in it. Like he had, I would say out of the, you know, four seasons, he didn't contact. I don't think it was like until season two, maybe he came, but he wasn't always in every episode. So I didn't realize he was going to be like a lead. So I was pretty happily impressed about that. But I, I thought maybe Freitas was going to die and it was going to be some type of like revenge thing. And I was like, well, I don't want Leaf to fight against the Vikings. Like, I want him to fight with them and then when harold like manipulated the situation i was like that motherfucker a evil fucking genius i actually like the way he did it because i feel like he wants people to think he did it for himself but i think he did it because he likes freitas and i mean i don't think he's hiding the fact but i think he likes her enough to try and save her but he knows better than to you know come right out and say it and why not get something else he wants out of it too so his manipulation of the situation very very dire and genius but i enjoyed it um i'm very curious to see where freitas's journey takes her um i mean i know like paganism i don't know what that would be i don't know how you would compare that to religion nowadays maybe wicca might be similar to pagan but i know that clearly paganism didn't win any kind of religious wars because they're they they fell out of existence um christianity for whatever reason decided to take advantage and it it just i don't even understand how a viking could become christian unless they were conquered by british people like it doesn't like as a viking what made you go with christ and jesus and the lord and god and all that stuff it just seems i i just feel like i'm missing something it i don't know if maybe when they i maybe if i'd have seen the first uh vikings the original one instead of this one first maybe it would make sense to me but i just i don't even understand how a viking can be christian it just seems weird and and unrealistic um yeah i am interested in and like i said freitas's journey um i don't know exactly what that has to do or um i hope we get to see more of the black queen that i hope she's going with her because that'll be a nice i like their interactions and i do want to know more history of her her people and her being the queen of that area even i hope we get to see a flashback of her husband it'd be nice to see you know what kind of king he was um and i get what she was saying now about you know i i didn't forget what they did to my husband like 
I just I don't understand how people act like they're Christians, but then you go around killing someone because they don't believe in the same thing as you. It's like that midnight mass. It just boggles my mind how people use religion. It really kills me. Um, anyway, I think that's all I have to say. I I really really like this show, and I'm looking forward to going through the weeks. Um, it's sad that it's only eight episodes. You said. Um, I like Netflix for doing that, but I also hate them. Um, so. <laughs> Um, maybe after we finish this or maybe in, while I'm watching it, maybe I could start watching Vikings because I am curious about all those Vikings that they said that were super popular. And um, also um, feel free to give me all the, the details on these um, Vikings. You could spoil me. I would like to know. I am always interested in history, but don't always like looking it up myself. So <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, I think I'll end it here. Until next time, love, peace, hair grease, black girl magic, queen of the couch, Mimi out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. So no, no Sabrina for me. Never watched that. Ivan, Ivan the Boneless. Yes, he was the son of Ragnar Lothbrook that was born with not no legs, but very deformed legs. And that's all I'll say about that. Um, he does find ways to, to walk, clearly, if you already know that. But, uh, yeah, he was a savage. He definitely brought nothing but uh, horribleness. <laughs> He's a very cruel person, unlike his father, who was very different. His father reminds me more of Leif. Uh, pirates were from... You know, a lot of Caribbean islands, that's when piracy really hit its heyday, right? Never mind that piracy also was a thing the Queen of England totally, totally had her people out there doing, stealing from Spanish ships, but she didn't call that pirating. No, she called that privateering, you know. They weren't murdered or hung for those things, but most black pirates were because they wanted to escape slavery so of course <laughs> they joined pirate crews because they they had a much worse fate at least piracy offered them a chance to to forecast their own destiny the funny thing about greenland and iceland is that their names are ironic greenland is full of ice and iceland is green I don't think they come from royalty, but Eric the Red was one of the prominent figures in Greenland history. I believe Floki was the Viking that discovered Greenland, or was it Iceland? You know what? I could get confused, so I'm not even going to throw it out there as absolute fact, but one or the other. But in Viking culture, one's name... Like if you're given a name and you're known by that and you're part of the great accomplishments, you're a celebrity. Once you're a celebrity, that celebrity status never goes away. <laughs> Your name will be Ragnar technically at this point is what? 60 years away? Something to that effect? I'm going to guess all of his Bjorn grow, grew up. Ironside. They just call him Ironside. But yeah. This is a definite time from him, and yet they would still be calling out his name. And in Viking culture, at this time in history, Vikings were very pro-feminine. Uh, they were not; uh, they were unlike most of the the communities. I think in Africa and in in Viking culture, women had power. They were allowed to divorce their husbands. Uh, they were allowed to to fight if they wanted to fight. They had rights. And Christianity came along and really suppressed a lot of those things that women were allowed to do. So it isn't uncommon in this culture to see someone like Freitas handling her business and not be seen as something less than because she's a woman as you see women can rule uh y'all haken is not the first female ruler they even mentioned lagatha uh so they 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 base 
your merits on what you can do and not on your sex. But even so, women just had a lot more freedom in this quote unquote barbaric society. And then, what did I say here? Harold, is it Harold wants both? She, oh, Harold, I think he wants both. He wants her but he he want he has this uh affinity with Leif as well i think that he's gonna be more successful with one relationship over the other because i feel she likes him but she's not ready it depends on how much he's gonna invest in his christianity but the thing about christianity is they to win viking over because i know you said it wasn't realistic but kind of what i explained in the episode is the the conversion of religion wasn't necessarily about your god uh if you do watch the first season of vikings yes there's a character named rollo who has a, a really good take on that but it was how you attain positions of power and most powerful rulers in the world were turning to Christianity, even in Rome at that before its collapse, uh, Emperor Constantine converted them to Christianity. So it became a power source uh, to be affiliated with that. It's like we don't do business with pagans, but we'll do business with other Christians. So it became an advantage of a situation uh, the power in the church and the power of the church, they became very prominent. Uh, and the fact that they they pretty much said, hey, we, we especially the Catholic Church, because this is before Protestantism. So the Catholic Church had a lot of ideas. <laughs> I won't go deep into the, but there the scare tactics there were immense. And you're talking about, a population that it can't read or write um that uh are dependent upon so yeah there, there was a breeding ground to be had for the religions that rooted themselves in different parts of the world but christianity really came last uh islam i believe is the longest religion in the world you would think that christianity was the way in which we are always bombarded with it but no technically they actually the holy wars the crusades they fucking lost a lot <laughs> so when you were saying the wars of religion i'm like it's just not christians though islamics and other cultures definitely they're still fighting over the fucking holy land um so yeah that is why there there would be a conversion in power and you even saw the one guy that's a christian was in england for all that time look he was a he was someone close to the king so that explains a lot and i think that he is he's very ambitious olaf and he's looking around and he's watching and despite the fact that harold is christian i think part of his soul is still a little pagan she did not go with her y'all haken by the way she has to stay in Cadigan because that's her position of power she couldn't just roll off but i do love their their relationship as well and i hope to see more of it i'm not gonna do a one this week for a history lesson actually i think i'm just going to wait and do one at the end um or maybe i'll do one next week i don't know depends on how i feel i got two more other podcasts i have to do before i'm babysitting for the night so uh we'll see how that goes down but no, none this week but if I don't do it week to week, then I will definitely do it at the end of some of these big names. I think they're they're under they're underdoing King Canute at this point. He's definitely one to look forward. All these people are, are noteworthy. So I know you said Leif is the main character, but there really isn't a main character. Edwin is uh, the, these these people that are merged are not. Uh, bitches at this point <laughs> Edmund has a history Godwin has a history all of them influence things going in the future uh, Freyd is probably is the the one with the biggest uh, <laughs> question mark on her on um, what they're going to do with her character from what I know from the sagas but yeah very interested in seeing where this goes 
We do have one more piece of feedback from Shy, so let's hear what she has to say in regards to our Vikings. Hey Christina, it's me Shy. I am here to give my feedback for the new series that you started, Vikings Valhalla. Is that I hope I'm saying that right? Um, yeah, I missed out on episode one, and so I had to play catch up. So this feedback is just for my overall impressions of the show my thoughts on the first two episodes so um i think i'll just do mostly just again my overall thoughts and about the characters and what i'm looking forward to um i really enjoyed these first two episodes um i, I mean as a i think we talked about this before i don't know if it's offline or in the previous um feedback about how I, you know, when I was younger, my teenage years, I used to read romance novels and the Viking theme was a big one in the um, historical romances that I used to read. But it's been such a long time and watching this series, these first two episodes, it reminded me of some things from when I used to read these books in regards to the the culture, the lifestyle, and you know, the, you know, the certain themes that are brought up here. Um, I didn't watch the other Viking show, so I'm not familiar with the characters, and I'm not totally familiar with the the culture and all of that stuff. I just have a general idea, um, and of course, I know you're the history buff and all that stuff, and you know more about it than myself but i will say just from just a general audience perspective it still was very engaging and i was um i was very much enjoying the first two episodes um of course this show has quite a few good looking men in it so that never hurts at all so <laughs> there's that but um, yeah, I enjoyed these first two. It was a great introduction for me into the characters that we're going to be uh, watching throughout the series. Um, Leaf or Leif, I don't even, I forget how to pronounce it. Um, then we got Freitas, his sister, I'm with you. I enjoyed their relationship, watching their dynamic on screen. That felt like they had a very close um, relationship um, they looked out for one another you know just a very strong sibling bond that you can obviously see um, and they showed that off really well and just the whole you know the whole their whole um, what they were about to this point in regards to looking for the rapists um, and getting revenge on the rapists and just the whole um, you know the, the contrast between the way they were raised and brought up and then going to this new world this new environment and it being overwhelming for them and trying to navigate that as they try to seek revenge because it wasn't what they expected and I just found that interesting that um you know their father I mean I'm curious as to their background and was it Eric the Red the, their father Eric the Red that was a berserker I knew I know what that is. I remember that from previous uh, readings. Um, so I'm very, very interested, and in hopefully they're having some flashbacks and stuff like that, um, along with you know the future, the, their future journeys um, into going against England. I always find it interesting because I remember. I mean, of course, they depict the women. I like, and I love how they depict the women in this show. And I know in the Viking culture, it looks as if the women are treated more as equals than in the England English culture. So I find that interesting. And um, um, yeah, that they were both, both genders were rowing the boat. They're both out there um, on this mission. It's not just, you know, a bunch of men going to get revenge on Freitas' behalf. It's her as well i mean she's looked upon to be a part of that and I, I i love that um i really i really like the character freitas i'm 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 really interested in what she's gonna have going on um i enjoy the good looking men in this show for sure leif and harold 
And I'm really liking Freitas and Harold's um, dynamic. I thought that was interesting that he <laughs> he was taken by surprise by her. Of course, she's a beautiful woman. But aside from that, she's got a will of her own. She's, you know, she's her own person. I think that he finds that attractive. And yeah, he was very much drawn to it. And so that's going to be interesting seeing how their relationship develops. Um we got Leif and just seeing how, you know, him having his father's reputation uh, follow him around and how he's trying so hard to not be like his father that, you know, to the other extreme, um, of course, he was forced to kill that one guy. I mean, yeah, I mean, he had it coming. So it is what it is. Um, then we got the king of England who passes away. I forget his name. And so the son that's uh Edmund is taking over um so very curious how that's gonna go because he's green um he's not <laughs> a experienced ruler but he has a stepmother who's own oh, I mean I must say yeah she's got she's one to look out for Emma I think her name is Emma um yeah, so I'm very curious about her character and how that's going to work. Like, she's like the woman behind the the every, the, the goings-on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah, she's very, yeah, she's, I'm very curious about her. And then the only black woman person, well, I mean, character that we had a speaking role, if I recall. Uh, what's her name? I don't remember her name. Gerald? Anyway, um very curious about her and Freitas and that relationship as well. And I and I'm with you. I wanna know more about what happened with her husband and her backstory. So I'm just curious about so many people's backstory. Um we got to see Harold uh and a little bit of his with his brother um getting killed along with that Viking, all the Vikings in that area. And um yeah. We have another show where there's like a religious component to it we got the pagans versus the christians and all of that stuff so there's that subplot going on um in regards to that uh the clash between even within the viking community between religion and the belief system so we're gonna we have that going on with this show as well but for now, I'm just taking it all in because unfortunately, I mean, I'm not as familiar with these characters and all the goings on. I don't have that uh, foundation of the other show to kind of get me jump started on this one. So per usual, I'm coming in blind and just um, just taking it in and, you know, trying to form an opinion as I continue to watch uh, more of a well thought out opinions as I or thoughts or feedback, I should say, as I um, watch the show and see how the characters progress and um, develop. So um, for now, like I said, this was a great introduction for me. It really has me wanting to watch. I was tempted to watch the third episode, but I'm like, no, I got to get feedback and try to just go with, you know, not be tempted to binge. Um, that, that's like the one thing about you know watching these shows that all the episodes are available um when you stream it's very and especially if the show is really good it's very tempting to just watch all of it in one setting so but i'm not and i don't have the energy to do that to watch you know i could watch a couple you know here and there um but not a whole eight if eight, eight episodes but that's all I have for now because it sounds like, seems like I'm rambling on and I'm tired. It's uh, late Thursday. It's been a long week. So on that note, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, queen of the couch, Shy. That was Shy with her thoughts on the episode. I know that you and Mimi said the same thing. I hope we get more backstory. The thing about it is I don't think they do flashbacks. From what I know about Michael Hurst, he's not a flashback person. Uh, so I don't think we're going to go tramp go trapezing back to africa to get yarl haken's uh origin story and how the met and what the husband was no i think the story or origin story is what she gave you and i think that's all that we're gonna get <laughs> she's not a focal point uh this is a made-up character once again for the show uh yarl though is a title it kind of means earl 
so she's the Earl of Cadigate and I think that's pretty much is where it's gonna go I, I I appreciate the inclusion of a woman of color in the show but I also understand that it wouldn't be a focal point it's a she's a mentor to what Freitas is going to be involved in and I think an important mentor but a mentor nonetheless and not a bigger role but it's meant to highlight the fact that the Vikings have been all over the world that they're spread out they're not just in Norway where most people believe or even have come over to Britain and then had these skirmishes they they planted deep roots and yeah if you did go into the first season of Vikings you would get a little bit more of that as you see them going out finding new places to build relationship rapport with to build this whole trading network uh, but that does, uh, <laughs> again, knowing your history is important because the spice trade, all of that shit, it all came from the eastern side of the world. Didn't come from, uh, that's, that's all the things that England and those those things were, were missing, unfortunately. So yeah, uh, love the ex exploration of history. Uh, I hope we get flashbacks, but I just I don't expect it. So I don't want you to be disappointed there. <laughs> especially on what the husband our singular black character but uh i hope this does leave it open that we get more characterizations like this so that we understand that the world is not just caucasian i think that's the whole point of her so yeah looking forward to your thoughts on next week's episode if you want to join in the conversation blackercouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below or you can also send in that feedback my social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black or magic.